V-Twin Life is brought to you by these two great companies, Crashing Clothing and Wild Ass Seats. Hey, you want to add some comfort to your ass when you're out riding, whether you're a 400-mile guy or maybe a guy that's pushing 1,000 plus or female rider for that matter, hey, check out wild-ass.com and add some comfort to your ass. Can't forget Crashing Clothing, that Northwest brand out of the Pacific Northwest. Hey, these guys got a lot of great stuff from t-shirts to hats, raincoats, you name it. Hey, they can get you covered. Check out CrashingClothing.com. Now, let's dive into another milepost of the V-Twin Life. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to Milepost 63. We're getting there. We're climbing, going places. So tonight we got the guys from the Upshift podcast. It'd be kind of cool to get a couple more guys within that community. Also got their podcast going and, you know, talk how things are growing, talk some motorcycles, and uh, talk a little shop and have a good time. So, not try to get confusing. It's like well, Brian from New Jersey, Brian from South Carolina, Brian from New Hampshire. <laughs> Brian, 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 Brian. It's the three Bs tonight. So, hey, what's going on, guys? Man, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Man, thanks for having us on here. Yeah, yeah, glad to be here. So, well, uh, how'd you guys kind of get your start in motorcycles? We'll start there. So, all right, so I'll go first. Go for it. Yeah. So. I was one of those kids that came from the dirt onto the street. So when I was younger, all I wanted was a dirt bike. And I got into dirt bikes hard, started racing dirt bikes and racing every weekend. <clears throat> then figured out that I got to go to work on Mondays. That racing's not the greatest thing. So that's when I got into street bikes. So my first street bike was a Harley, a 2003 night train. And ever since then, I've been hooked. I've always had a Harley in the garage. So... Those yeah. night trains, those were good looking bikes. Yeah, huh? I was so I couldn't sleep a month before. I had to order it because it was 03. So I ordered it and man, I was so excited to get that gunmetal pearl night train. It was I think I rode that for three days straight when I bought when I got it. <laughs> it was great. Nice. Yep. Awesome. So and now still got bikes in the garage, and that's all I think about. Fucking Harleys have overcome my life. It's a good lot. Yeah, not a bad thing. Yeah, wrong. It's not a bad life at all. No. <laughs> what are you, Brian? South Carolina. Well, growing up, my uncle, uh, my mom's brother, he had a Harley, so that was the first ride I took was uh, on his bike, and pretty much from that point on, I wanted a motorcycle. So my parents appeased me one time with a go kart. Uh, that same uncle got out of bikes and had three wheelers and four wheelers. And that never really, I just didn't like it. It just was not fun. And, uh, he had a garage with all of his easy riders and in the wind and all that. And I stole them. <laughs> so I would look at all those through, throughout the years. And, um, when I was in high school, a buddy of mine got kicked out of his house. His parents kicked him out and he had an old Honda. 81 CM 400A. Still, it looked like chip control. Still had the bags, the windshield. And I, I knew he got kicked out. So I uh, rode by there, jumped uh, out, talked to his dad. And he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, he owes me money and I'm selling the bike. So 300 bucks later, uh, I'm riding home on an 81 Honda. And all of that, my grandmother bought it for me. And I still have it today. And that started, awesome. <laughs> it has been, and I, I lived at home. It's in high school and I rode at home and my grandmother followed me in 
my parents kind of come out and they're like, what is this? And my grandmother's like, that's his motorcycle. I bought it for him. Don't say nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was on from then. And I, I mean, I've lost count of how many bikes I have. It's uh, I mean, me and Brian talk about it on our podcast. It's, I eat and I think about motorcycles and that's pretty much, and they're, you know, all Harley, not against any other brand, but, it's all Harley all the time, and that's consumed my life uh, since I ordered my first one in 97 and didn't yep. get it until 99, back when you had to order like, like Brian did. So mm -hmm. since 99, yep. I, I've had a Harley Davidson, and I've, I've not completely crisscrossed the country, but, you know, it's it's been, it's been my life and a good life. If I died today, I've had a great one. Now look at you on the podcast with these guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so actually, we got one here for you, Brian. New Hampshire you got Dana's want to know what part of the state you're in. They're down in the Southern Lakes region. All right, I see. Yeah, I'm just south of Wolfboro, so I'm close to the lake. So I'm right there, Wolfboro area. So nice. yeah, he's probably pretty close to me then. That's cool. So how long do you think so you've been on the road then, riding on the road? Me. Um... <clears throat> Gosh, since I was 16 turning seven. So the summer, the summer I turned 17. So 20, 25 um, years. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm 45. So yeah. Oh, shit. Sure, you're about the same age as me, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Kids I'm today. Yeah. <laughs> Been doing it ever since. And it's, uh, I can't say enough about, I mean, would, would us four be talking if we didn't have the motorcycle in common? Probably hey, not. you never know. Probably not, though. So, yeah, there you go, Brian. So, Dana is in uh, Brookfield. Okay, right on. Nice. Yep, that's not far. So, yeah, like I was telling you, Denver, um, I was a truck driver. So, when, back when I first started driving trucks, you know, there's a bunch of guys that had Harleys at the shop. And they were like, hey, you know, you're not a truck driver unless you have a Harley. So, they, like, <laughs> conned me in to get my license and... The Dino Y Glide was the first Harley I ever rode in a parking lot, you know, with the guy chasing me around so I wouldn't get out of his sight. <laughs> so, but it was, how you work with? Yeah, well, he, I used to work with him. Yeah, so okay. I don't know what year Y Glide it was. It was that nice teal color. It was it had tassels. Real teal. Yeah. I like the Dino Y Glide. It's a nice bike. Yeah, it was. It was nice. And those are. Fairly inexpensive if you want to get in to the Harley scene. Yeah, oh yeah. Those up for anywhere from three, six, seven grand. Yeah, and even the, all day long. A super glide's pretty cheap too. Yeah. So, you get into yeah. the low riders FSDX, then you're just yeah, might as well buy the <laughs> pay money. So how how'd you guys hook up and, and you know start your uh the upshift? You know, what was the whole meeting and how that all come about? That is a funny story. Yeah. Uh, so I started, I've been listening to podcasts. I don't watch TV. I watch a little YouTube. And so I started listening to motorcycle podcasts. And I'm like, you know, I could do this. I ride all the time. This is fun. So a buddy of mine that I've been riding with, I was like, let's do this. So I get my phone, I download the app, and we do it on our way Um yeah, to uh, Biketoberfest. So that's October heading to Daytona 
in what was that 2019 i believe yeah 2019 we yep. do one uh and it just kind of goes from there um and Dwayne's left me we're still friends he just uh He's got a motor home and he's into, he goes to drag racing. And so motorcycles are not his priority. Still has his, and he still rides from time to time, but he's not traveling, no bike week, anything like that um, anymore like we used to do. And so we put out, uh, I don't know, probably six podcasts. And so this is last March at uh, Spring Bike Week. I go to the V-Twin Visionary Show, uh, have my 92 uh, Daytona Lowrider, put it in the show because the parking's great. It was not going to win a trophy, but you can park up front and be right in the middle of the action. And this big guy walks up to me, and he's like, he points, he's like, you Dwayne or Brian? And I'm like, gosh, I don't know. If, if I say I'm Dwayne, he punches me. Or if I say I'm Brian, he punches me. So I started and I said, I'm Brian. And he's like, well, I'm Brian. He's like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, you listen to it? Did my mother? <laughs> me and your mother. You're kidding me. <laughs> so, and that's how we met. And I think we I, we followed each other on Instagram. Um, and then I was heading to buy a motorcycle or parts. And he had sent me a message or I sent him one. I sent him my number. I was like, I can't take uh, back and forth. I said, call me. And, and he did. And we shoot I, we probably at least once a day or every other day are sending a text back and forth and uh when nice. Dwayne said he wanted to step away uh from the podcast um i called up brian i was like man i got a spot for you and he, he's actually and i don't think i've told him this i'm telling to a public since he's came on to the podcast i think we've gotten better um because we have the passion for the motorcycle and I think what we talk about, I want to portray the, the passion that we both have for it. And I think that comes out in it. And we're doing it for fun. This is not for, I mean, we don't have sponsors. We have cheap mics that don't work and you have to throw them out in the street and use your <laughs> computer. I mean, we are, we got stickers. That's about all we have. But Brian joined up. Coming. Oh, t-shirts coming. Okay, yeah, and it's you know it's grown from there. We are sitting at over eight hundred and forty something downloads. Nice, fourteen episodes. So, uh, you know, if I started this years ago, maybe we would be at you know nine hundred. But um, but no, Brian came on. That's how we met, um, and then we got to hang out again this year for I don't know about what. Eight hours, six hours. <laughs> yep, down Daytona this year. And so. Daytona this year. It, it, I had a little uh, issue and wasn't able to ride and wasn't able to be down there uh, for a while. But Brian's come on, and, and that's how we met, and instant friendship over the motorcycle. Nice. And, see, and that's, you know, part of it. You, you get that common ground. You get somebody that, you know, you have great conversation. You can really, you know, jive with essentially. And, yep. and you talk about something you have a passion for. And, you know, same with, you know, like myself and Brian, when I started mine, it's just, it's like, hey, you know what, I want to do something different. And, you know, we're in the middle of that COVID. It's like, man, I've been around motorcycles my whole life. And it's like, you know, this is something I could talk about with anybody. I mean, which I've done. I mean, how many times you pull up to a gas station, you're getting gas and, yes. you know, whether it's a, you see somebody else on a bike or someone getting gas in their car. Hey, you know, I got this on. And all of a sudden you're there for 
five, 10 minutes and you just made another friend. And, you know, it's was very similar with this. It's like, man, I, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And I just kept rolling with it. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. I mean, I enjoy it. I, I, I listen to a ton of podcasts, uh, you know, motorcycle related and, yeah, and and you, you can tell the ones that truly love it. I mean, especially yours. I mean, the passion you have riding with your dad now, now your son. I mean, I, you know, I I had a great time riding with my uncle, uh, my dad's oldest brother, and we went to many bike weeks and poker runs and back in the day, and and had an awesome time. And and you know, when I do talk to him, I tell him about places I go. I mean, you put up stuff on Facebook and and, and things like that, but you know. Again, I always say it: the the motorcycle life is the best life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm the only one in my family that rides a motorcycle. My dad, yeah. he had a Moto Gucci back in the day, but that was just because he didn't have any money. That's all he could buy. <laughs> so, yeah, nobody's into cars. Nobody's into motorcycles. I'm like, I'm like a only child. I mean, nobody, nobody has the same. Pet. None of my brothers like motorcycles, and yeah. it's 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 crazy. That's weird. Now, do you, you know, enjoy saying, you know, get out, pack up your bike and take off for, you know, two, three, four or five day adventures and just, just ride. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. Me and Brian can get together this summer and do that. And uh, I got another couple trips planned. Going to go to the Blue Ridge Parkway down in uh, North Carolina with a friend. So yeah, would, the two, three day trips is my favorite trips because I can't get away too long, but two, three days is the perfect road trip for me. So what's one of your favorite spots you like to go ride up in your neck of the woods? I'd say up the up near yeah, Mount Washington. So they got they got these roads around Mount Washington that they close during the winter, but they only open them up in the summertime. Bear Notch Road, and uh, you just rip up and down those roads, and it, you climb Mount Washington, and you go up elevations, and the views are great. And they just they, those roads just don't get old, like. I'll be talking with my buddy and we say, Wait, where are we going to go? Let's go up up the mountains. It probably takes us two and a half hours to get up there, cruise around, and it it, it just doesn't get old. I love it. So what do you currently ride, Brian? Uh, I got a 99 Ultra right now. Nice. Yeah. and uh, nice. But those roads, I, I got an FXR too, so I take the, the okay. FXR those roads so we can uh, ride recklessly. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. So, but what, so what all you, have you done to your? Uh, what all have you done to your ultra? So I haven't. I've had the ultra probably maybe six months by now. I haven't. I've done. Well, I've done a bunch. So I changed out the bars, uh, new exhaust, different exhaust. Just pretty much the bolt-ons for right now. Right. Nothing. Nothing in the in the motor. It runs fine. So. Yeah, and you're an expert on the the EFI too, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, the Magnum Morelli system. Yeah. It's, <laughs> What a pain in the butt that was. Yeah. I uh I watched probably five hundred videos of recalibrating it and I actually, you know, recalibrated it and because ever since I bought that bike, the guy was like, You just gotta turn the idle up when you first start it. And after looking at it, I'm like, it's, it's it's not a carburetor. I can't just turn the friggin' idle up. <laughs> so, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, so after recalibrating the the Magna Morelli, it actually I started up for the first time, the RPMs rose up, and I was like I did something right. Let's go fucking ride. <laughs> well, I awesome. stared, stared away from the 2000s that I was looking at. It's just, I'm like, you know what? If, if I buy them and they were actually on the higher end, I'm like, there's always yeah. something in the back of my head knowing there's going to be an issue with it. Yep. So I just, I was like, okay, you, you got to 
Yeah, and my Ultra's got ninety six thousand miles on it right now. So, yeah, and that that bike does not look <laughs> ninety six thousand miles. No, I know a guy that cleans it pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the nice part so about having a touring bike is it it you the miles don't represent the the wear on it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that would still be that'd be what the one of the first the twin cams. Yeah, ninety nine. I think yeah, that was the first year of the twin cam for the fat yeah. boy. I don't know about the touring bikes though. <laughs> I don't know if I think yeah I think Diana was the first year. I think so. Uh, yeah, Diana's had them first. Yeah, oh, I thought the Fat Boy did. Was it? I was thinking it was Diana's. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I had thought... a an FXDX, and that was that was the first twin cam that I, <laughs> I was thinking. And there was, you might be right. I can't. I golly, it's been a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that far back. So what do you guys got what? planned that's coming up soon for you guys, for your channel or any, any trips or whatnot you got coming up in the near future? Yeah, we got, well, we got Laconia coming up. And Laconia is in June. So we'll, yeah. I'll be up there in New Hampshire with Brian for, I don't know, about six, seven days. Yeah. Uh, so that was a mile ride for me. So day and a half roughly just depends on the weather. And then we got, we're going to do everything there we can <laughs> and then yeah, head back to uh, Myrtle Beach Bike Week, that's here in South Carolina, which is not a huge rally. It's more of a regional rally. So I'm heading down there. Uh, I think we head out uh, the 17th. So it's only 250 mile one way ride. We take about every two lane road to get there. Hardly hit the highway. There's a Bucky's on the way. Bucky's. Moto Quasi said Fat Boy was two thousand for the twin cam. Okay. Yeah, and maybe the I want to say that the maybe the police bikes and all had them because you know that's got that different charging system on it too, just for the police bike. That's what I heard. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what what I've always heard too. And they had different tires. They were a uh, uh, Dunlop made them a special tire for the bikes. Yeah. yeah, and they always say the engine's different too. They always call it the the police, so at least the one or three of the guys that we have here. Yeah, the pursuit package or something. Yeah, that 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 thing's yeah. not any faster than that thing slows well. That's just anyways. That's still a Harley. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't going any actually, faster. They yeah. put a package name on it, but it's basically essentially a bone stock one or three. Yeah. I mean, according to Erlacher, which you know, when I watch him of his, he's like, Yeah, it's just a bone stock one or three. There ain't nothing special about them. No. So what about you, Brian? New Jersey, you ever come up to Laconia? You're pretty close. I'm not. No. Really? No. I, I, uh, Denver was talking about going next year, so I may come up. Oh, for the 100th year. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be awesome if I could make yeah. that. That would be super cool, but that's a long ways across the country. But yeah, that you. would be one epic adventure and one, you know, just to be there and see, you know, the the for the 100th anniversary when, you know, see all this motorcycle rally we got in the country. Yeah. Aren't y'all going to meet up and buy new bikes at uh, – a guy on uh, uh oh yeah oh Nick the Harley, Harley guy Nick yeah we're talking guy. about you're gonna that. buy new bikes and then you're gonna take off to Laconia. Uh, we gotta go. we gotta get that sponsorship to drop before maybe we do uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> the motor company sponsorship yeah. yeah yeah you know I'm still waiting for the call they have my number they keep calling me they keep emailing me about new bikes but they don't call me about a new bike so yeah. it it would be super cool to buy a new bike from him though I'd, that'd be a lot of fun fly out there pick one up Guy's super cool. Yeah, he, he is pretty cool. I, I watch it. Was it uh, uh, TikTok? 
Yeah. Oh, his TikTok is freaking comical. It's funny as hell. Yeah, that, that is pretty funny. And a lot of the things he says on there, I've worked at two dealerships and the whole CVO parking and all yeah. that. Wasn't that the one he did about the valet parking? And oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's in your contract. If you have a CVO, you have to use the word CVO in every other sentence. CVO. Yeah. You know, it's raining today, but I do have a CVO. Yeah. And that's special clothing. And, you know, it's a whole next level of living when you're a cvo guy no cvo i'm an ex-cvo guy as of tomorrow morning at nine o'clock i'll be an ex-cvo guy so what are you getting what are you replacing it with i uh well i'll release it here uh i bought a 2006 uh road glide nice nice so i went back but i buy a lot of bikes so by hopefully laconia i'll have this one and by sturgis i'll have something different shark nation nice What's the actual color of that road glide, Brian? Yellow pearl. Yellow pearl. Yellow. And they don't have the paint anymore. I've already contacted the guy to do the uh, interfering, and he's like, I don't paint those anymore. I don't paint that. <laughs> so probably going to have to go with vivid black, which would be fine. If you look at Avan Black, though, they might have it. You might be able to get a fairing for it. I was I was looking the other night, and they don't, they don't have the fairings for the older models. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Hmm. But I've already got a, a bags off of a 2020 if I want to switch those over. And I have a bag, a tour box uh, off of a 2018. Nice. That's good. That I've might be a little be. too much yellow. Yeah, probably. Yeah. A little nuclear banana yellow. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's a nice, clean 15,000-mile bike. Um, oh, damn. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, a couple of things are done to it. But, I mean, you know when, you go look I, as many bikes as I buy. When I pull up, the first thing I do is start looking at you know where the rust is, you know because somebody may have left their uh, their bike out and you know they're ready to sell it. And this one, all of the bolts are pristine. It's amazing. I, mean, I was laying down on the ground. Guys, like, what you looking for? And I'm like, rust. He's like, be honest with you, I put 500 miles on it since I bought it a year ago, 12 months or 10 months ago, I think he said. And, uh, I mean, you can tell somebody had it, babied it, put a few little things on it. He ended up with it and he's getting out. So nice. Yeah. I go pick it, go get rid of the road King in the morning with all the paperwork. And then I'll be there that afternoon. Up the, uh, road glide. Man, it sounds like you got a steal on that one. <laughs> well, on our last podcast, me and Brian talk about the used bike prices on marketplace and Craigslist are the, oh, 2000, the 2000 Screaming Eagle um, that I was looking at has 12,000 miles on it, and the guy's at 13.5 and won't budge a minute. And the other one I looked at, and that, that the first one is a uh, the black, orange, and white. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, and then there was a triple red. Okay, so I found a triple red one. And talk to that guy. And the only thing iffy on that is it has 10,000 miles. And he's only probably put 100 miles on it in the past 10 years. It's yeah. been sitting. Why do people buy him and do that? Why do they? It's like torturing well, the bike, not letting it live. People I only CVO riders did that. Yeah. 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 There's no the shortage of low mileage Harleys out there. Oh, no. We, the, God, people would come in and trade bikes they bought the previous year with 1,000 miles on. Never had the first service done. 
and buy another one to ride to put in a trailer and haul a bike week or come hey. over right now. I bought a 2014 my current bike three years ago had 15,000 not even 15,000 miles on it I'm like why would you buy a touring bike and you didn't ride it like it's <laughs> yeah. silly I There's no shortage of them, though. But you know, sometimes you get in the frenzy with your buddies. You know, one buddy get gets rid of the boat and he buys a motorcycle, and then all of his boat buddies. And I've seen it. We worked at the dealership. One guy comes in and he starts bringing his friends, and they sell the boats. They get motorcycles and they come hang out and hell yeah, brother, at bike night and they load up and trailer them down to Daytona or and ride around there and hell yeah, brother, and then. Next summer, they're like, yeah, wife wants another boat. Literally, I have seen it. God. And what's fun, I try to keep in contact with those guys and buy their bikes, and I have. I've probably bought five or six bikes here in the past year that guys I used to ride with, and they're over it. One guy's, oh, we're camping, and, you know, the kids are in T-ball, and, you know, any, uh, <laughs> I've got a whole closet full of helmets, gloves, jackets, you know. I end up, I, I call people, I was like, hey, can you wear a medium jacket? Because I have three Harley medium jackets. So. <laughs> and give you know they can wear a medium, come on. I, do, I don't, that's the problem. A schmedium. <laughs> Maybe Motonaga yeah. can. Maybe we can get Motonaga in a Harley jacket. Yeah, yeah, he probably fit. He's a small guy. Yeah. Give it to Meg. There you go. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And helmets. I mean, who wants a used helmet? This ten years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I live yeah, in true. I live in New Hampshire. I live free or die. We don't wear helmets up here. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. that, again, I'll always stand up for freedom of choice. But I wear a helmet, and if you don't, fine. We're still friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, everybody's you know personal preference. It is what it is. You know, we all come from different countries you know our countries different states with you know different helmet laws and some people they've just done it forever without riding one and some people have uh, did you see the comments what dana what kind of hd guy wears a medium <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking but you know yeah, i was yeah. gonna still, i wasn't gonna throw motor noggin under the bus yeah, none that i know yeah none i mean that, none that i want to hang out with yeah yeah that with a medium guy i wear a medium <laughs> I mean, yeah that that's yeah. I, I always wonder. I'm like, you paid a lot of money and a lot of insurance and taxes, and you never went anywhere. You just had. I get you got that feeling that day. It, it surprises me that how much that owning a Harley is in our culture. Like, there's people that want to own that because it's it's like owning a single family home or owning a Corvette or whatever, yeah. and yeah. they don't. I I know. I've had friends. It's like, yeah, I got a Harley. Do you ride it? No, but I got a Harley. Yeah. Okay. And the you know, Yeah. And it's 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 amazes me what people will do to to say they own a brand. Well that, that's funny. I got I got a shovel head that I, I still have in my basement. But um I delivered to a place where she th this lady had a Harley. She used to wear Harley shirts all the time. And one day I just asked her, I said, What do you got for a bike? Thinking she's gonna say a sportster or something. She said, I got uh, super glad old FXE shovel head. I'm like, oh, really? And um, it's like, if you ever want to sell it, just let me know. So, you know, every year I'd ask her every six months. And one of the answers she told me, she's like, I, I want to sell it. I need the money, but 
I like saying I have a Harley Davidson. <laughs> I'm like, tell me, tell me you have a Harley Davidson. <laughs> there was an article or not an article. I think it was Professional Monkey was saying that there's BMW and Harley Davidson. They'll finance anybody because they know that once you tell people you have it, you never want to be the guy that lost it. The girl oh. that lost it. Yeah. It's amazing what people will do to just say they have a brand. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like I couldn't believe she she wouldn't sell it because she wanted to say she had a Harley. It, it didn't yep. run. It didn't run. She never wrote it. She was never ever gonna ride it. But she finally did sell it to me, by the way. But so that's the bike you did buy. Yeah, that's the bike that that's my shovel I have now. Yep. Okay. It is sad if some of those people would just get out and really enjoy it and experience what it's like to ride it oh they, man they well, probably never sell it because they, oh fuck this is what it's all about yeah you know we don't we don't want them get doing out that. Of some of those back rows but yeah hey to you know each their own yeah uh, i don't get it but i mean you, you see them and you're talking about that harley will finance anybody um the shop that i i stop in a lot i talked to the finance guy we're good friends and i was like so how's finance and he's like selling them every day and i was like yeah the guy that probably pays more on his motorcycle payment than his mortgage he's like every single day yeah. <laughs> he, and i was like yeah 600 he 600 payment he goes i've seen 900 well jesus wow. yeah. must be a short you know a short finance but holy crap that's that sixty thousand dollars cvo that i saw the other day no, I, I've, I've talked to sales guys and they're saying that they're dealing with people getting 25 percent financing and they're buying bikes all day long yeah, when I bought my night train, I bought it. I'm, I'm, I don't know how long I paid for that thing. I feel like I had payments for eight years on that thing. I, <laughs> I, I just signed what they told me to. I wanted that bike so bad. I, I, I didn't care about any of that. Well, stuff. the prices that they're going for, they're going to be at nine year financing pretty soon. Yeah. Well, that bike was 16 grand, brand new. I remember that. So I probably well, yeah, paid 25. These 45 and 50 plus thousand dollar CVOs is. You know, it's like, I'd like to upgrade and get a newer truck. And it's like, I didn't even want it. I didn't want to see it that much. And you see people pulling the trigger on gun or gun season, pulling the trigger on bikes. That price is like, dear God, yeah. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah. I, mean, I sent Brian one the other day. It was a dealership that posted on Marketplace CBO Ultra 65 grand. Jesus. 65 grand. I was like, somebody out there is going to buy it. Not this guy, but <laughs> that is an insane markup. I think on the on Harley's website, they're like 45, 46 MSRP. Ones with the uh, uh, paint, they have the paint premium, so they add three grand. So they're a little less. They're like, uh, yeah, you throw well, RDS is standard, right? So, but still, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the markup's ridiculous. Yeah. And then they give you the old spiel of like, oh, but you know, the market's so hot. Okay, but it's still here. <laughs> yeah, right. You haven't sold it. You yeah. haven't sold it yet. So I don't know how first hot line. the market is, but. Yeah. Am I first in line or am I last in line? Yeah. I mean, to each their own. I mean, me personally, Brian, same way. Use bikes. I, I You know, you, again, there's so many good used motorcycles. Somebody spent a lot of money that you. You know, and you have to go out there and peck around and find them, but they, they can be bought and you can have fun. Oh, yeah. And you pretty much just have to put gas in it and go a little bit of maintenance. And, you know, if you're tired of it, you want something different. And that's me. You know, I'll sell it before the end of the season. Then I'll pick up something in the winter and 
you know, the three weeks of winter we have here and, um, and go on about my business. <laughs> well, a lot of me, you're buying something, you know, if you're keeping it short term, especially, I mean, you look at Harley in the market and the prices of used bikes, you take care of, you know, <laughs> say you buy something used, you clean it up a little bit more than it was, put a few things in it and you're about guaranteed to make your money back and possibly a little more just depending on the market in your area. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brian does it and I do too. I mean, I've been buying and selling bikes uh, 20 years. Uh, I figured it out. You know, I, like I said, I ordered my first motorcycle in 97, my first Harley. I didn't get it until 99. Oof. I didn't have it, but four months and sold it and made almost $3,000. And then I bought, it was a Sportster and I bought a big twin. And even I think I had 50 something thousand miles on my 2000 FXDX and I sold it. And then that, got me into another bike and rode it, sold it, got to another bike. And then I bought two and just on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy what the market is right now though. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. And I used to buy Chevrolet trucks, old body style. You can <laughs> nowhere close to one for, I mean, it's just, the it, it's gone crazy. So I don't even look at them anymore. It's not worth it. I'll just, yeah, I'll just keep the old 32 year old, Chevrolet truck I got now. <laughs> it was silly, silly seeing that a bike that I, that my personal bike going for like five grand more three years later. It's like, that's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. yeah. And I, people were spending the money like it's free. It's like, oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. be a, a funnel of money popping out somewhere. I, I'd like, I'd like to find it, but yeah. And, and yeah. it'll come back around. I mean, you know, I, once the market crashes, they'll be all over the place. Oh yeah. That's when we got to yeah. buy them all up. <laughs> yeah, that's when Denver's getting a CVO. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You never, you know, hey, uh, for the right deal, you never know. Yeah, you need I don't see that happening anytime Denver. soon. I guarantee that. Denver's going to go from like an older Rogue Glide to like 131, you know, with a turbo. He's going to go all out. I'm going to go full sets or pendants on it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what is that? 196 horse. You know, whatever, whatever it takes. Oh, yeah, he's got that new road glide with a stage four 131. Really? Yeah. I've ridden the 131. There's a bunch there, a whole lot there. Yeah. There's like a scary fast. There's a bunch. It's kind of weird, though, because you thought I really thought that was going to be the CVO engine. And it's not. And it makes me wonder, like, what's going on that they're not pushing that? Hey, Brian, I got to shop my wife's watch, so we got to get a new camp trailer, then I get a bike. Okay. Camp trailer first. Yeah. Okay. Look, Amy, we're willing to send you like five more chickens to just let Denver get a bike. Yeah. <laughs> well, will, will there be a chicken? Uh, hey, I don't know if there'll be a chicken popping up tonight. It's, it's hard to tell. Okay. The night is young. Yeah. You don't need a new trailer. Hotels are the new camping. No Airbnb. I mean, no, no some way. of those are nice, but there's there's some place. I mean, actually on the coast where we love to go camp out at like Claylock. I mean, you're right on a sandy beach where you can walk 15, 20 miles north, or you can go 15, 20 miles south. It's an absolute beautiful area. There's some place. I mean, we our family enjoys gotta go camping a lot. It's a lot of fun. Okay. On the upshift podcast, no one camps. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife won't stay at a hotel below seven stars on uh, or seven uh, rating of seven on uh, hotel.com. So, yeah, we don't camp. Yeah, the Ritz. Yeah, yeah. I'll Over tell you what, though, valet parking for your Harley is nice at the Ritz, you know. I've never experienced that. So, well, you hang out in the lobby with all the CBO guys, so it's, oh, yeah. it's cool. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. a big deal. Yeah, most of the time they open the doors, you just ride and you ride right in. You ride right in. You have a CBO, you just ride right in the lobby. I've seen Nick's videos. Yeah, that's I heard a guy say this the other day. I have a Sevo. <laughs> Dallas. Oh, Dallas got jokes. It's true. Amy, Amy does wear the pants to the family. Glamping is where it's at. There you go, Dave. Yeah. Glamping all day long. No. I've had good luck with Airbnb. That's that's pretty much what we've been doing on all of our trips. Uh, Airbnb in Sturgis, Daytona. I'm doing it in Laconia, uh, Panama City. Just about every rally. The rally we went to in Kentucky, Airbnb. Yeah, I'm uh, doing a VRBO when I go over to Sturgis for the Hokie Got a found. Actually, my wife found it online at the place that has cabins. Uh, no name, luxury city, and RV park. I think they she have found like it because she wears the pants in the cabins. <laughs> I know once she realized and saw this cabin and there's a bar and grill everything in the camp campground, she's like, I, I think I kind of want to go. Is she taking right. a chicken with her? Uh, no, sorry, I'm not gonna allow chickens in the tour pack. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no chicken claws on the motorcycle. Okay, just fried chicken. Well, fried yeah, chicken. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up on the way there and eat it when you get there. Well, Brian, what about you? You going to Sturgis this year? Nope. Yeah. You should. Now. Okay. Maybe That's eventually. Okay. No, this this year's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to Ocean City, Maryland, hopefully this year. That's the plan okay. uh, for bike night. I'm going to hang out with Beggars and Brews. But um, no, I'd like to go to Sturgis. I had an invite to go. Was it last year? I had a free place to stay, but it was like, Four weeks before they were, you know, Sturgis. So I was like, "Come on, I can't plan that quick." Uh, I'd eventually like to go. I, I'm kind of like Denver, though. I'd like to go to Sturgis when Sturgis isn't Sturgis, if that makes sense. I don't. I'm not a big crowd person. I'd like to go and ride. I don't want to go and just drink beer and talk about my motorcycle. I could do that at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my time is well. At least now with having my son part, you know, every other weekend. Yeah. When I ride, I want to ride. I don't want to sit around and hang out. I want to put some miles down. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lake George is coming up. Lake George is a nice area. I've, I've, I've been to Lake George in 04. It's been a while since I, I've been up that way. But yeah, we did. Uh, was it an Americade? Isn't that what they call it? Yeah, that's what they call yeah, it. We, yeah. We were uh, Lake George two years ago. We did a 13 day run and we were up through Lake George. It was fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's nice up there. Yep. Did that. And then we did the Laconia trip and the New England and the, uh, Canadian trip. Yeah, the, the Americades, like it's the week before Laconia all the time. So it's. And yeah, we yeah. hit like, the last day or something of it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of fell out of place when I parked in a bunch of gold wings, but. Well, <laughs> they need love too. Yeah, but if do. you park your Harley next to them, they're going to think they're cool. So it's yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I would have one. If money was no object, I would have a gold wing. They'll make fun of you because you didn't put it in reverse and go into your pocket spot. I, I know. Yeah. And I didn't wear, they wear really bright, bright clothing. And they match. Well, they gotta be. Hey, but you and Big Smitty could be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do like them though. They, I mean, 
Hey, it, it is a tried and true bike. I mean, honestly, with the gold wings, I mean, those things go and go and go. If I get a wing, I'm getting a DCT just to upset people. <laughs> and they make the sporty one without the uh, the box on the back. Yeah, they started doing that a few years back. And actually, some of them, I've seen a couple that some guys have put some money into, and they're actually pretty yep. freaking sharp. Yeah, there was a stereo competition at it was Myrtle Beach. And a couple gold wings were in there, chromed out wheels, 21s on them, tricked out lights, stereo. Yeah, I was like, wow, that they're pretty expensive bikes to begin with, and then throw all that on it. They were way north of the Sevo money, we'll say. Yeah, but come on, the uh, Shade Tree Surgeon, he's got a that whole Honda Goldwing, he picks up a lot of chicks. Come on, with that old thing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of those chicks. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll stick with my Harley. Come on. What would yeah. you don't be scared of a tattooed chick? Why don't we do that? Well, I thought about this this week. Let's uh get on Greyhound, find a used bike down in Florida because there's millions of them, and ride them back home. Yeah. Video that. I which I don't run a video camera, so I got a GoPro on my phone. I have three GoPros. Oh, geez, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how to work. <laughs> I have tons of a video. I just don't know how to, to edit it and put it together. There's it's a lot of work. It, it's gonna cut into riding and playing. So yeah, yep. <laughs> we we have to find if you're out there, somebody. The Upshift Podcast needs a uh, an IT guy, a camera right? guy. Somebody. <laughs> I don't think that's in the budget yet. Come on, Jesus. Oh, we'll send him a bad check. All right, <laughs> checks in the mail. How many times you ever heard that? Yeah, you can go play basketball with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. The the and, and I've watched some channels and some videos of and people talk about how when they do a video, Dallas each video the bus station. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the fun is. I mean, Brian, how Dallas much, spends how a lot of time at the bus station. Yeah, how many hours do you have in one of your videos, editing and putting it all together? It depends. Some of them are a lot. Some of them aren't. It really depends. I, I've uh, against, I guess, what you should do. I, I've tried to rush, not rush it, but I've tried to cut it down because I feel like there's your return isn't there. I mean, there's certain things you want to put a lot of work into, but I think certain things like, yeah, but it's, it's a lot of work. It's time sucks, especially once you start doing keywording and stuff. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just, I, I think it's over my head and it'll just cut in to, ride motorcycles and yeah and i'm well yeah and you get a lot of people that and i get it they want to videotape every time they ride they want to make a video i'm like man i want to just ride i just yeah. don't yeah. care throw on the uh, throw on the music and go and that's you know and i yeah i plan to ride but majority of the time i've come home you know now that the, the weather's you know broke here it has been for a while but you know we still have a lot of daylight I'll come home from work, pulled up, hit the garage, and just walk straight in, jumped on a bike, and, you know, was going until 10 o'clock. And that's how it should be. I think once you lose that, it's not yeah. worth doing. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah, yeah, we you do plan rides. You know, we plan the strip the trip to Sturgis. We plan Daytona. You got to plan all that out. But I think for me, I know Brian can speak for this too, I, I have way more fun when I just jump on it and go and then, end up something. Spontaneous I took my son out 
uh, yesterday for his first ride ever on a motorcycle. And I oh, threw wow. my 360 up there. I hit record and I was like, I'm done. I'm checking it. This isn't a YouTube event. This is for me. I wanted the video to send his mom, send my <laughs> parents, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people are trying to live their life through YouTube and it takes away from it. You know, like, oh, yeah. Same reason I don't really wash my bike that often, right? If I can be washing, I can be riding. So, yeah. No, dude. I think last time my bike was detailed was last year. It still got some chrome stuff laying on it, but yeah, whatever. I'll wash You're it; right. it'll be fine. <laughs> ride, not to wash. I get yep. it. Yeah. That should be a patch. Let's make that patch. <laughs> I washed mine like three weeks ago before I went for a ride. <laughs> you can't be seen out in public. I mean, you're a public figure. You can't be riding a dirty motorcycle. Well, part of well, me wants just... to show up at bike night tonight with a green tomorrow with a green bike with the pollen. But I figured, you know, I might get they might throw me out. See, that was mine. I mean, it was dusty, but yeah, the pollen is right now. Especially when you know you got that vivid black. But actually, Moto Quasi here. I I ride with a modular, and I really do like it. What about you, Bry? Which one? You, <laughs> Bry from New Jersey. I ride a. I rock a Shoei twelve hundred and an RF SF. So I do not rock modular helmets. I did have a Schubert. I loved it. Uh, it didn't fit that well, so I just went to a standard one piece helmet. Okay. I got a Biltwell Lane Splitter helmet that I wear all the time. Nice. But uh, I, I want to get a module. Those Simpsons look pretty cool. So yeah, if you can find them, I'm I'm yeah. Uh, I got my third Bell SRT modular. Um, best helmet, and I've had like I said, I got a closet full. And you got a closet full of a lot of things, huh? I got a closet full of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I want to come down there. <laughs> yeah, you might get scared. Well, medium. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come down and try to get in that schmedium coat. It's all yours. Can I get yeah. a schmedium? Yeah. Yeah. I, to me, the modular is the best, and I, I wear comms in it, so I don't even – when I do have a bite with a radio, I never turn it on. Uh, even when I had yeah. uh, my two M8 with the big screen, they were on, but I was listening, you know, to a podcast or music through the phone and through – my headset. So, what com do you run? Lexan. Okay. I was a Senna guy for years and years and years and years, and had quite a few of them. Uh, had one, and literally ten days after the two-year warranty went out, it quit. So I called them. I said, "You know, when's the warranty?" I actually had the receipt, and they ended up saying, "You know what? You're so close." We'll just send you one out. Well, in the meantime, and that took like like two months during that email, and they wanted, you know, and of course I had to ask some boss. And I had bought uh, the Lexan F, is it FP4? Oh, the FT4. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I had that one. And then within not quite a year, the uh, 16 came out. Yeah, the G16. G16. Yeah, and yeah now they got a new one. Oh really? It dropped yet? I think so. Cause I have the Lexan FT4 Pros. Okay. Fancy. And it, it, and they are hands. They are good. Hands yeah. down. The battery life, the volume. Um, I don't like to take phone calls when I'm riding, but of course people do call, you know. And I have talked to people for 30 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm about to get off my exit. And they're like, where are you? I was like, I'm on my bike. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, done, I've called some people said, no way. It is absolutely crystal clear. So, dude, I'm cruising down the freeway at buck 70. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm trying to still learn the functions and all that. I, I, I gave my girlfriend my other one. And so when we ride together, um, you know, we can talk back and forth and, and all that. Because she, she's a fairly new rider. She's had her bike uh, two or three years. Um, yes, yeah, right now they only got the, the new G16 on the website. But I did see something a while back that looks like they were going to. Really yeah, there's a new one coming, I believe. I've seen some stuff about it, too. Yeah, hands down. But to me, they they are the best. Well, they're, they're too busy putting out that new little hand pump, the air pump. That little smart yeah, pump. You see that? I looked this weekend, and it was sold out. Yeah, I can't get one either. They're sold out fast. Yep. Actually, now Crash Inc. is now a, a Lexan dealer. So, oh. which is oh. here in Brad's out of Oregon. So they're now selling Lexans through Crash Inc. too. 48 minutes in, here it comes. What is it? <laughs> no, it's not, but it, it is actually, it is out on a loan. Somebody's trying it out, so we can't plug that wild ass that I would be sitting on, but, you know. I do have one. Oh, wait, no. Oh, oh. there it comes. Oh. No, here comes the ad read. Hold still. <laughs> no, not today. Sorry, boys. Well, yeah, hands down. I like them too. What do you oh. got in that mason job, right? The hell just he just oh. checked out. It's gone. Amy, is Denver okay? Maybe one of the chickens got him. I was about to say, maybe he went to get a chicken. Who knows? Things happen. Yeah. Hey, when in doubt, you need that coming. out. Get you a wild ass. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, I second that. And they don't sponsor the F fifth, but I have one. Tell you what, I, I put some miles in without one, and my son's like, "Hey, how's that seat?" He kept calling me on the phone, asking questions about it, and I'm like, "It's great." And about a hundred miles in, I'm like, "Fuck, I wish I had my wild ass." <laughs> Never leave home without it. That's their new slogan. Yeah, yeah you should have left home without the wild ass. Come on, Denver. I know, but hey, you had to just you know check everything out. No, they're, they're good. Good quality. I've had mine. Where did I buy? I bought it in Sturgis in 17. So you probably bought it from Craig. Yeah, in, in 2017. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to need something going back home because that was a long way out here. And I just happened to walk up and they were within, I don't know, 10 feet of the front door of the Harley shop there and uh, Rapid and Started looking at it and set on it, and I'm like, "What happened, uh, Black Hills Harley Davidson?" Yeah, Black Hills Harley Davidson, yep. where there are more black street glides in the parking lot than there are anywhere in the world. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> it's called the Me Too bike. Yep. Yeah, that man, that that's wild when you pull up there, and if you don't know where you're parking, yeah, you're 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 in trouble. Because I've seen people out there, they had to leave their bike because it, it's getting, you know, towards the end of the day and they're about to close. And there's bikes sitting way, 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 way out in the parking lot. And I'm like, I know that they've been here a while looking for their bike in the parking lot. <laughs> if not, they would have pulled all the way up front. <laughs> Wandering yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. I need to come out to Sturgis with us. We should do a, a big ride. That would be fun. It would be. I know. Of course, I'm going to be out there in the off season, but it's like Brian said, it's going to be cool being out there. 
Oh, yeah. And, and go see a lot of the stuff when you're not there with a half million other people. That's going to be the cool part. You go check out Rushmore, the Needles Highway, and, you know, Deadwood and see some other stuff, but you don't have that mass crowding during the, the so mega of Sturgis. When you yeah. go for the first time? Okay. Yep. yep. Awesome. Yeah, my first time was in a truck, so I went through there about four weeks after Sturgis in a truck, and it was still cool. I wish I was on my bike, but we had a bike. We had a bike in the back of the truck, but it wasn't the same. Every spirit was there, you know. Exactly. Yeah, we uh we went from New Hampshire to Montana to pick up a road glide for my friend. Nice. O six O six road glide. It's pretty cool bike. Wow. So nice. What year that was that? A ride. It was a. It took us two and a half days to get out there. Oh, she just drove straight. Well, no, we stopped. We stopped in Chicago, and then so from Chicago we made it all the way there. I think so. We we, we did a lot of driving. It took us about. Uh, I think we were gone a week. So, wow. Yeah. What part of Montana did you get it in? What that? What part of Montana was that? Oh, it was almost in Idaho. It was down low. Um, I can't think of the name of the town. It begins with an S. So, uh, no, that's. Uh, it was almost in Idaho, so I, we went, we went all the way across Montana to get to it. Um, but it was great. I'd never been out west, and neither had my buddy, and we just everything we saw was the for the first time. It was great. Oh, that that is yeah. Yeah, we went yeah. to Mount Rushmore. Like we were two like oh, Chinese yeah. tourists taking pictures everywhere, and. It was, it was great, but we, I mean, we did that last summer. We still talk about it today. It was the great best trip we ever took. We weren't even on our motorcycles. Yeah. See, so a little town called Sula. Sula, that sounds familiar. Sula and Stevensville, right down along the Idaho. Stevensville, border. I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. Just outside of you, head south out of Missoula. Yeah. Oh, Missoula. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you still have the road glide. Yeah, you still got the road glide. So. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, uh, one to go all the way to Montana. Yeah, well, his garage is like a black hole. No, no bikes really leave there that much. He's got a bunch of bikes. Okay. Actually, I got my FXR nice. from him. So. Okay. There's nothing wrong with a bunch of bikes. No, he's got old, cool panhead shovels, and now he's got the road glide. And he doesn't ride any of them else because he loves the road glide. Yeah, I, honest. Once you go Shark Nation, it's tough to do anything else. Yeah, he loves yeah, it. Very true. It, it is, and I, I've. I've had a bunch of them, and I think, hands down, even the older style. Uh, I mean, you know, in the new, when they come out with the new one, I, it, it's more sleek. It, it's pretty cool. Uh, I had a 20, loved it, put 18,000 miles on it, rode it Sturgis. And, uh, yeah, it's just, to me, that's my favorite touring bike. Yeah, I've never had a road glide. i got to get one. I'll let you ride one. I'm getting one. Yeah, well, once you do it, you're going to be hooked. Yeah, well, you may have to pry that one from me. <laughs> I'm sure you can find another one soon to replace it. Oh, yeah. Although, I've actually found you one, Brian, and when we get off here tonight, I'll send it to you. All right, I'm going to go get it. And it's close by me. Maybe I'll buy it for you. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah, yeah your birthday's hey, coming up. Yeah. You can find one close to you for me. I'll come out and get it. You want to buy it? <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Get it. Get a free medium vest with it too. You sure? <laughs> it's a yeah. Medium, medium jacket. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to have some ride-offs for the Upshift podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Gotta start the whole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not like uh, a new company in good. debt. 
Das Solo wants to trade his roguelite into a street glide? Come on. Really? Nobody goes that way. Well, though he has his roguelite, he still wants a street glide. Now, his roguelite is pretty freaking nice. He's He's got a pretty set up. I will say that. We met up last weekend. Well, what impressive. have you done with yours, Denver? You, you got cams and all that in it? Yeah, cams, uh, slip-ons, intake, and uh, the 95. Okay, so you got 95. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the gear driven two fifty two cams in it. Okay. So no, it's you know it was done. I mean, not overboard to go power wise, but just give you a little bit more off and still comfortable, and you're really not going to take away the in my mind the longevity. I mean, you get a little bit more performance, but you still get you know the not quite a stock bike, but you're still you take care of it. It's going to take care of you. Yeah, you still got the five speed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. looked at the six speed for those and the. Call the six speed, but you look at the final drive and it's almost identical as a five speed. Yeah, I was reading some stuff last night on it and I was like, Man, you're looking at three thousand dollars, I think, and then that, that's just buying it, that's no labor. Uh, to put a six speed and, and this new bike I just bought, and I'm like, I'll put up with the five speed and maybe I'll hopefully to have something different by Sturgis with at least a six speed hitting. So we're going to be on the road, you know, three days. Well, I don't know. We're going to try to do it in a day from Chicago, Brian? I think we can. I think it's a eh, – I mean, I did it in a truck, so I don't know if we can do it on the bikes. It might have to be a two-day event. Yeah. So, yeah, two days from Chicago. We don't want to push it. We're in no right. rush. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, you just take the time and have a good time. Exactly. Oh yeah, well, that's that. That is the ultimate. But yeah, talking about somebody put up a comment about being there and ride riding the roads by yourself, and yeah. yeah. But you know, and I've talked to people that have been out there, you know, a month for Sturgis, and they're like, "There's bikes out there, pretty much when the weather breaks, all the way till yep. till what? I think in either nineteen or twenty, it snowed two weeks after we after Sturgis after we left." So the, the weather is a little iffy out there, and it snowed last week out there. Yeah, you can get hail. You can get all sorts of weather out there. Oh yeah, I've got oh, we had that here in Washington like a week ago. I mean, on like a Saturday it was sixty. <laughs> Sunday it fucking snowed. <laughs> like on the fifteenth of April, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, sounds like help over here. <sighs> yeah, this has been a, a messed up year of Mother Nature's bipolarness. Yeah. <laughs> She got COVID, so she's pissed. Yeah, yeah. she's got something going on. That's for sure. You just said a trigger word. They're probably going to toss us off here in a minute. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, once Elon buys uh, YouTube, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> what if he bought Harley Davidson and they went all electric? Can you imagine? I, I think the meltdown alone from that would be epic. Oh. Just that somebody even brought it up somewhere in the world of the wild internet. Yeah, there's videos of guys that are like, this new live wire, when it came out, I mean, they were like, I'm going to burn. I think this guy did it for views, of course. He threw all of his Harley shirts and lit them on fire, and he was totally a never ride another another Harley, and I'm, I'm sure he made money on it. Oh, I'm sure he did. I don't know. You got to ride one. It's an amazing bike. It may not be for everybody, but they, oh, yeah. it's an amazing bike. It's ridiculous. Okay. I think just right. I mean, it, not everybody wants a Harley. I mean, you want to go get a Honda, you want a Victory, whatever you want. 
is, you know, if, if you enjoy riding, it's not all about the brand you ride, but Hey, you know what, if, if you enjoy riding, then that that's what it is. We all understand that feeling we get from enjoying the wind and just enjoying life on two wheels. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's what, you know, a, a lot of people that get Harleys, you know, they're down their nose at another brand. I, I don't. Yeah. We make fun of them, but you know, I, I started out on a Honda. I still have my Honda. Brian likes Hondas. Um, uh, yeah. The old Honda. Yeah, that, that was my first street bike, Honda yeah. Saber. Yeah, I mean they're they're. I, if you're out there knees in the breeze, the old saying, and riding, having a good time, enjoying yep. what you're doing, I'm all for it. I mean, I exactly. just have to do it on unless a it's a sports dress. What's up? <laughs> oh, Brian no, likes the sportsters. <laughs> I love the sportsters. Uh, I'm, I have a soft spot in my in my heart for them. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> I love them. That was my first bike, my first Harley, and I just, they're just so cool. And, and they're the, the neglected motorcycle of Harley Davidson. And I, I've said this on our podcast. Every time I go and look at a bike, if, if it's neglected, I end up buying it. I just can't bear to see it sitting outside or under a tarp or yeah, not being written. And, and, you know, I'm the, so anybody out there that has an old Harley that, you're thinking about you know getting rid of reach out. <laughs> you, you're like a you're like a, you're like a girl walking into a dog shelter. You just can't leave without him. Just can't leave. <laughs> He's got a sports to rescue. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I just you know they need to be ridden. Uh, there's an old bike club here in town, and they're like, "Don't hide them, ride them." That is their motto, and they're huh? I mean, it's not a rule that they have, but at their meeting, uh, I think it was this morning. Uh, at a local breakfast joint, they just have a bike show in the parking lot and they eat. They have their little meeting for 10 minutes, you know, about what event's coming up next. And they're like, okay, now we're going to ride. And that's what they do at all their meetings. It's a 10 minute meeting. They eat, have a little bike show and they take off and they go ride. And of course there's always a, you know, a truck following them because they're on shovel heads and old pan heads. And I think they'll let an Evo sneak in every now and then. Uh, you know, something there's always a guy in a truck because parts fall off of those old bikes. Brian, can, <laughs> yeah, Brian's got a part that he's hidden at a gas station out behind the trash can. Yep, out behind the car wash. Yeah, uh, did you ever go get it? Nope, no, that's that's <laughs> back in Massachusetts. I don't oh, even know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, someone will find that belt guard and they won't know what it is, but they're gonna find it. That that is the uh, speaking of belt guards. I bought another FXR Chrome belt guard in the package yesterday at a at a shop. Your closet's gonna be full. Oh god, it, it's in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, if I look a picture of the kitchen of my house, there's a Sportster gas tank. Um, there's a helmet. Um, yeah, and uh, the local Harley dealer uh, that's been a dealer since '65 is closing right down the street from me here. Uh, so I had to go by there and buy a bunch of shirts and hats and everything that had the name of it because they're changing the name. It'll be shut down for a couple of weeks and open back up. So yeah, there's a, yeah, it's like a Harley shop there in my den, but yeah. it, you know, nothing wrong with it. No, nice being no. a bachelor. It is. It is. I, I do have the luxury of <laughs> the gas tank in the kitchen. Um, yeah, it, it's fun. People come over and they're like, why is it there? I'm like, Cause I want it to be there. Yeah. Bikes belong <laughs> in the living room. They do. Right. I, 
fucking cold outside. Bring them in. <laughs> and open the door to my garage that's heated and cooled and look at all the bikes and all of my stuff. Um, then I got to go upstairs to the closet for the Schmedium jacket. But I'm going to mail it to you, Brian. You will find somebody to give it to you. Yeah. And my son will fit into it, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, when he's 10. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so he's seven now. So he's almost there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be golden. Yeah, but, you know, do. But but riding, it always comes back to no matter what brand, if you're out having a good time. Oh, yeah. Riding. Yeah. That, that, that's what it's all about. And, exactly. And it gets, uh, I think it, you know, convoluted, we'll say, you know, with with, with bike week, you know, and, and events that I know me and Brian go to, it's, you know, all about hanging out at the bar or doing this. But, you know, in between all of the bike shows and all that, we still ride. Um, I, Brian laid on a bunch of miles while you were there in Daytona, didn't you? Yeah, well, as much as I could with the yeah. bike giving me Running, problems. Yeah, you had some bike oh, problems and, and horrible weather, but. I was a CVO rider in Daytona. I rode an 09 CVO, so, you know. Oof. Yeah, did you get the valet parking? I did, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you were up, the up then. Exactly. Yeah. roller. His head was this big. He could barely get it through the door every night. Yeah. I mean, my buddy went to stay at the, the Motel 6. I had to keep going to the window. I can't stay there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm on a like, CBO. I can't, I can't stay, stay here. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> standards now. I have standards. Way, 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 way up here. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He goes to the bar. They got the little roped off section for him. I understand. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awful. We're going to get bashed. I'm sure we're going to get some hate mail for this, but it's <laughs> fine. Ah, nah, no way. Better than no mail. <laughs> hey, you know, we've been yeah. on the CVO thing for a while now. It's just, it's how it is, you know? It is. It is. It's so funny. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I was in the club for just a little bit. I, I enjoyed it while I was in there, but it, I, man, I just didn't fit in. They're like, oh, you like Sportsters? And I'm like, yeah, I like Sportsters. Get out. You're out. Sell it and get out. So that's what I did. So now I'm back on old 88 Twin Cam. They don't even know what a sportster is. Come on. They got CVOs. They don't look down at sportsters. Yeah. Uh, somebody's asking about uh, Moon Contour. What is that going to? Georgia, North Carolina, Texas, going on the Moon Contour. Oh, okay. They're going to the, uh, I guess, the distilleries. Smoky uh, Mountain Moonshine. That could be. You got moonshine in that Mason job, right? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh, corn squeezing. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff will whew, that stuff will throttle you. I can't handle that anymore. I made the mistake of buying one of those little old moke. Uh it was actually it was one of these. This is generally an old smoky. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah. Yep. Mason jar. When it's full of moonshine, I was just drinking it like this is great. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't the next day. Let me tell you. Well, how bad did you feel? It was bad. Was yeah, it? it was. Yeah, I was wearing. I felt like I was wearing a schmedium. It was. It was pretty bad. You know. Uh, you got around your head like tight in knots. Oh. Come on, Denver or uh, Dallas. It's not lipstick. It's just the. Uh, it's the juice. Stop. It's the shine. Yeah. Oh, doctor. You want your brown? What's that? Do they make shine in New Hampshire? No, I don't think so. Okay. I have some in my fridge, but I don't think they, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that's all they do down here. I mean, they make it in the woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
they they'll freeze their ass off up here making it in the woods. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no come here at a dark corner and pick you up something. <laughs> I don't well, think shit, guys, man. that would be trafficking. Oh uh, yeah, I would go to yeah. Yeah, you'd be taking that cross state line, so you've got to do yeah. a bootleggers run. Well, if you're on a CVO, they're not going to think you're. Yeah, they're not going to. They're going yeah, yeah. actually. If they stop you, there it's because they want to escort you out of town. They don't want anything <laughs> happening. That ruins their uh, Yelp rating. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's going off the rails there. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. But, but shit, guys, thanks for you know coming on and you know sharing some stories and just you know talking to some bikes and whatnot. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you, Denver. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So actually, you know, let everybody know where, where they can find you guys' channel and what you guys got going. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's just uh, the Upshift Podcast. is yep. Brian, and then I am the Upshift Podcast underscore Brian underscore NH. Yep. So and, Instagram, uh, sh- yep. shoot us a we're message, on. Facebook. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we... Uh, Every other week, putting out a, a new episode. Um, yep. Reach out to us if there's something you want us to talk about. Um, some kind of ride. Ask us if we've done it, or heck, we'll go do it and yep. tell you about it. Um, and we are, uh, you know, all, all your podcast platforms. We're on, we're on all of them. Um, Anchor, uh, and then uh, uh, Apple Podcast. Yeah, Spotify, yeah. All, all of them. Yeah, we're yeah, on all Spotify, Breaker, Pocket. Yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah, this- One day I looked at that distribution. I'm like, holy shit, I've never heard of half these. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a million apps. But, yeah, we're, we're all of them. But, yeah, we uh, we have a good time, man. We Thanks for bringing us on. Yeah. Oh, heck, yeah, man. It's been a good thanks, time. Yep. It's always fun, you know, getting the guys to that common ground. And, you know, we all all have that common ground. And we, fuck, we enjoy motorcycles. So That's what it's all about. It's always a good time. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Milepost 63 with the boys from the Upshift Podcast. Catch you guys later. Hey, have fun, ride safe. Enjoy the open roads.